Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. It's time for Caveman Corner, presented by Midland Engineering Company on Michiana's Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. We're talking all things Mishawaka Caveman Athletics. And now, the hosts of Caveman Corner, Sean Styers and Dean Huppert. We are brought to you by Midland Engineering, also presented by Kevin Putz from First Midwest Mortgage, Mishawaka Education Foundation, School City of Mishawaka, and Thor Industries. Glad to have you with us tonight. We'll be here until 745 when Monday Night Football gets going here on Michiana Sports Leader, 96.1 FM. WSBT with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Huppert. I'm Sean Styers, and we have a pair of guests with us tonight. In a little bit, girls basketball coach Kevin Gradless will be here, but right now we also have girls swimming coach Bev Busey. Glad to have you in with us tonight. Thank you. We were just kind of chatting a little bit before we were getting ready to go on, Bev, and, and I mean, you don't like to talk about yourself, I can tell, but you're, you've got a pretty interesting background. But to, to start with, you're the girls' swimming coach now at Mishawaka, but you were actually on the very first Mishawaka girls' swimming team. Yes, I was back in 1974, so do the math. What year were you in high school when that happened? I was a junior. So you had gone your first couple years, there was no swim team. That's what, what was that like when, the, for the very first time ever, there's a varsity swimming team at Mishawaka High School? It was pretty exciting. Our first, um, my freshman and sophomore year, we watched the boys swim, and it's boys that we had swam with growing up because we all swam down at the Mishawaka Y on the uh, YMCA team. And so right after Title IX was passed, a bunch of us decided that if they didn't have a swim team, we were all going to go out for the boys' swim team, which we did my <laughs> sophomore year in high school. And then the next year, they formed a girls' swim team. So we were pretty proud of that. I Sean, would imagine. You know, yeah, we were talking about just being a critical time in girls' sports history in the state of Indiana. Yeah. 1976 was the first girls' basketball state championship, and a lot of people may in this area remember Warsaw and Judy Warren, and they won the first couple state titles, but it must have been so exciting. And before that, I imagine it was the GAA, Girls' Athletic Association, and more yeah. like club sports, I would, I would assume. Yes, it was. It was more like, well, for swimming, it was AAU and then, yeah, the GAA with the uh, club sports. So there wasn't a lot of choices for girls back then to, you know, participate in sporting activities. So it's really nice to come back now and be able to coach and see all of the different sports that the girls can participate in. Would you ever imagine your freshman and sophomore year, you don't even play sports, but how sports would play a role in your life? Because not only as a coach but you've been an elite athlete and we'll talk about that in just a moment but sports have really 
been a huge, huge part of your life and, and probably life-changing in a lot of ways. Well, it, it really has. I have to say that um, I wasn't a scholar athlete, so sports really taught me a, a lot about goal setting and competition and getting along with others and being a part of a team and, and how you had to work as a team. You know, no matter what you do in life, um, you know, I, I spent 20 years in the Coast Guard and I really learned a, a lot about you know, you had to be a part of a team to to make things happen. And you weren't just in the Coast Guard. You were an elite athlete. Uh, 1994, a, a huge honor for you back then. Yes, it, it really was. Um, you know, considering you have to do your job, you know, that came first. So you're spending... Kind of like in athletics, high school athletics. Yes. You got to do right. your school work first. And right. then it's uh, kind of the carrot on top of it right there. It, it, exactly. And then, you know, my hobbies were to go out and run, ride my bike and swim. So, yeah, I was fortunate enough to... to be where I was and then and you, compete at that level. So you turn your hobby into something even bigger than a hobby because you just said run, bike, swim. What are those three things? Oh, triathlon. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you have been a, a world-class, world champion triathlete in your career as well. Yes, I have. Um, 1978, they had the first Hawaii Ironman. And then at that time, people just thought it was a crazy crazy sport and you had to be it still is right I mean, that's when you think about it <laughs> you had to be crazy to compete in it but as it has evolved um they've gotten shorter distances that you could compete at so um it's made it one of the things that a lot of people you know want to attempt to accomplish in their life now were the olympics anything like that was that ever a goal of yours um, a very long time ago, uh, I had an Olympic dream and then realized that I didn't have the Olympic caliber. So. <laughs> but four world championships in, in your career. I mean, you must be, first of all, so proud of that. But at the same time, when you think about those lessons and determination that you've used to get those world championships, now you can pass those along without bragging to your student athletes and say, this is what it takes to be successful. This is how hard you have to work. And you're not just saying it out of a book. This is coming from life experience. Yes, it is. And, and sometimes it's really hard to uh, convey that to the student athletes that, you know, if you want to compete at, you know, an extreme level that you have to decide very early on that you really want to put the work in to do it. And it's not going to be 50%. It's going to be 150% of effort put into everything you do. So, And you have to be excited for this season. We just got our, our pool back last week. It had been four months where there were renovations. And, of course, we talk. it seems like almost every week we talk on this show that there was a referendum passed. Right. And the people of Mishawaka voted to make improvements. And through some of our tax money, now we have those improvements. So to see that water in the pool and to see kids now practicing and to know that it's improved, uh, talk about yeah. some of those improvements. Well, I am very excited. I mean, for the, you know, the past six years I've been here um, and coaching, the pool has always been one of those, like, oh, if we get some money, we'll fix it. 
we get some money, we'll fix it. Well, they got the money and they fixed it and they did a fabulous job. It's like having a brand new toy. And we have... I by far the best facility in northern Indiana to swim in and you know our kids should be extremely happy that we've got you know the pool that we have um, I know that you know for the past couple of weeks we've been kind of struggling and going some other places and practicing but they were very very happy and excited to get back in their own pool with eight lanes and and swim and be you know um spread out sure. rather than crammed up yeah sean so. check this visual out here we are there's no water in the pool uh-huh. and i'm out there with coach and we're looking and talking about the excitement of practice coming up and I said, you know, it, this doesn't happen very often. You should get down there and take a, a picture in the pool. I'll take your picture. And she says, no, no. And you can tell she's very humble, uh, very grounded. And no, no. And I'm, I'm looking around for a ladder, and I turn around, and she's down in the pool. I don't know how she got down there, but she's down there. And so she lays down to do a backstroke with no water in the pool. And so I got a great picture and, and put it on uh, on Twitter, at Caveman Sports. So it was pretty cool. It was one of those moments that hopefully you got it. If you haven't, yeah. then I'm going to have to make sure that I, I get you a copy of that picture because Good it was visual. classic. Yeah, yep, that's right. That's right. <laughs> 714 on Michiana Sports Leader 96 FM WSBT Caveman Corner and our guest tonight is girls swimming coach Bev Busey. Now you were saying this is your sixth year as the girls swimming coach. You co- coached both boys and girls though last year. How challenging was that for you handling both teams? Um, I thought it was going to be very challenging at first, but it really wasn't. Um, it was just um, the girls and the boys worked very well together, and I think the girls pushed the boys, and the boys pushed the girls, and you know, um, they they worked so well together that this year they you know they didn't want to lose that. So you know, when it was brought up that you know they're going to get a new uh, a new boys coach um a lot of the kids were asking how is that going to work this year are we going to be separated again and we assured them that they were not that they were going to work together and you know the practices are the practices whether it's girls or boys it's you know we go by skill level and sure and this so. is a very exciting time for Mishawaka Swimming. Not only the new pool, but we're starting a new swim club. And it, it's not a new club, but we're bringing a swim club, the Michiana Stars. And Danny Lacera Dixon, people may know him from South Bend Riley. He's a Notre Dame graduate, but he's now going to be our boys swimming coach. And Bev was a huge part of bringing Michiana Stars to Mishawaka Swimming and to Mishawaka Pool. So now we have... K through 12, and kids can get a discount to be in Michiana Stars, and we're hoping that will develop our swimming program now from the elementary level into the middle school level, and that feeder program. And and sometimes we have athletes in high school even coming out for the first time onto a team. But if we can start them early, and maybe they find that love for swimming. We just did that with the USTA right. in tennis, and we found, right. man, there are a lot of kids who really enjoy tennis who had never played before. So you must be excited for that. Not only to bring Coach Dixon along, but for Michiana Stars. Oh, I am. I'm. A, I'm very excited that Michiana Stars and that Mishawaka finally has another club team and a feeder team to feed into the high school um, competition teams because they've needed this for a long time. You know, to to be competitive. You know, swimming. You you can 
start it later, but um, to be really good, a lot of kids start at a very young age, you know, and in five, six years old, and they swim sure. throughout their life. So it's very exciting that Michiana Stars is now home to, you know, home in Mishawaka. Yeah, and, and Coach Dixon and also Coach Busey are very dedicated to swim lessons, bringing other programs in. So as we mentioned, a very exciting time. So it's been great having you here at, and and just hearing some of your stories and understanding your loyalty and, and, and to Mishawaka schools. I mean, to be on that first swim team and now to be back. Uh, That's great. You're truly a Mishawaka legend. <laughs> yep. It is. It's very exciting, and uh, thank you for having me here. All right. Go hit the road. More triathlon right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thanks, she coach. didn't come in a car. She's running <laughs> That's right. Back. Thanks, Coach. Hit the bike. All right. I don't care if it's raining. <laughs> Bev Busey, the, the girls' swimming coach at Mishawaka High School. Girls' basketball coach Kevin Gradless is going to join us here in just a moment. We're coming up and on 718 with Dean Huppert. I'm Sean Steyers. Caveman Corner on Michiana Sports Leader 96.1 FM WSBT. Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Huppert. I'm Sean Styers, and our new guest right now is girls basketball coach Kevin Gradless. And we were just kind of joking before we went on, Coach. I mean, the bar's been set pretty high yeah, by Bev Busey. Yeah, tough to look to that. <laughs> That's right. Thanks for coming in, though, tonight. Thank you for having and, me. And he did drive in. Uh, you know, <laughs> Coach Busey yeah. jogged, jogged and she over her bike, and she came in that way, swam a little bit. But, yeah, Coach drove here. He had basketball practice earlier today. So uh, an exciting season, and it just seems like the season starts getting earlier and earlier. And I know the IHSAA does that by design, but you guys are getting ready to start here pretty quick. Got a scrimmage later this week. Definitely. Real excited to get going, and you're right. It just it seems like it came up so quick, but we, we are very anxious for this season and very excited about the team that we have coming back so we're ready to go now with the sectionals the reason the IHSAA did this is because in the past girls basketball actually bumped into boys basketball towards the end and they're really trying to get that not get it over with but make sure that they don't overlap as as much as it used to because it used to be a nightmare when Mm -hmm. I was covering girls basketball and sports you would have a state champion uh, school down in Indianapolis and their team was supposed to play in sectional on that Friday or Saturday and it was just horrible that that they that they did that so I understand why they're moving it up now volleyball coaches and basketball it probably <laughs> that's probably where the conflict comes because you have similar athletes right that's where the problem arises because it's really tough on those kids to basically if they finish on the Saturday come right back on Monday and and last year it actually overlapped where they were still going into their sectional week and we were starting so it definitely makes it difficult on those multi-sport athletes but the IHSA has a real tough job trying to navigate around the boys sectional and then also I think they really want to get the girls state final back in Indianapolis to stay sure and that's one of the main reasons they they moved it around so much you started practice last week and you've got that scrimmage coming up what's what, what have you been able to accomplish? What are you still trying to accomplish before that first scrimmage? Yeah, this is the part of the season where I don't know how much I feel like we accomplish every day. <laughs> I just want more and more practice time to get things done. But the nice thing about this year is we got a real veteran group, so they've been through it before. We're able to kind of speed things up a little bit because of their experience. Um, so it makes it nice 
going into this first week having the comfort of some kids that really have great experience coming back? Well, with all that experience, do you, do you kind of have an idea of what most of the roles are going to be, or will you find some of that out at your scrimmage later on? Yeah, there's a good combination of it, because with the way things are now, too, with us playing so much during the summer, the kids kind of feel those roles out, and then you go back to the offseason, and they try and work on things that you know, they know they need to get better in order to you know change different roles, but then we also have a couple newcomers that'll impact the, how the rotation works, so it's, it's, a, it's a nice situation for us right now. How has that changed through the years? Because it's not a two, three, four-month job anymore, and that becomes one of the challenges for high school coaches overall in every sport, in all 19 sports that we have, is how much time you devote. But in basketball, if you don't play in the summer, if you don't go to some of those tournaments and you don't have open gyms, it's got to be a huge challenge and, and a balancing act with yourself, your family, and, and your assistant coaches to say, okay, this is important. We need to do this. we got to get those girls in the gym. But at the same time, we got to breathe sometime. you got to have a life. Right, and especially in the state of Indiana and even especially in our area where girls basketball is it's played at the, the highest level in the state. I mean, our conference and our sectional um, is always loaded with teams that have a ton of talent and do put in that kind of time. So in order to be competitive and to be successful, we do feel that, that pull that you've got to be in the gym all the time as much as possible. We also want kids to be able to be multi-sport athletes and, and have success in other sports. So it's, it is a balancing act. Um, and it's challenging, but it, I think it's also good for the kids. I mean, to learn how to devote that kind of time and, and have that commitment to something and work hard and then in order to get the success that you want to get. And Coach Gradless has given us a lot of stability for a, a program, but you think about the NIC, some of the teams who have gone through and, you know, we had Riley going down to state and doing great things. Of course, Skylar Diggins, yeah, she was pretty good in <laughs> South Bend, Washington and the NIC and then the run that Penn has had and Coach Kineski, a Mishawaka grad and the program they put but you know that every night and and there's probably each season going wow this nic and you looked at adams last year and their program just took another step up and you had some of the other teams coming to the nic and and this is a solid solid basketball conference and then you look at Northern Indiana, some of the teams you play in the non-conference, there aren't many breaks. No, there definitely aren't. But, you know, we feel like we had to beef up the schedule in order to prepare for that sectional because it's never going to be easy. Um, and it was already loaded. And then we get South Bend St. Chodes defending state champ from <laughs> yeah. last year. They, they, yeah, they, they, yeah. They, Coach they didn't even mention them. Hey, what about us? You know, <laughs> they we moved, just they, won the thing. They moved them Coach up. Small so, bones. yeah, there, is, there are no easy games. And there's certainly nobody uh, that's going to be an easy easy out in the sectional. But, you know, again, you, you know, to be the best, you want to beat the best. And our kids are excited about the challenge that they have ahead of them. Well, between scheduling and, and just the whole thing, the expansion of the NIC, how has that kind of changed things for you? Yeah, it's, I think it's more of a challenge maybe for the athletic department in terms of scheduling, trying to, to get those non-conference games in still and try and move things around. Um, you know, it, it's for us, it's been a nice addition. John Glenn's got a great basketball program. Um, and, you know, New Prairie and Jimtown are getting better. And, you know, so it's nice to, to bet. We never played those teams before, so it's nice to get a chance to kind of play those teams and and have that experience. We're just looking in our office right now at, at season ticket packages and taking maybe a prorated approach to the season ticket package. Students have a $40 student pass. We're going to knock it down to 20 but for basketball season ticket, it's only $50, and that gets you boys and girls. And so we're trying to get that excitement to just generate more people out at our games this year for both boys and girls. We had the 6th grade elementary championship, and you were out there with, yeah. with Twin Branch and 
to see those kids on that floor and the excitement that there was for sixth grade basketball. We know there's excitement for basketball in Mishawaka. It's just harnessing that, creating the environment, and then letting our community know that how hard these kids are working. It must be a pleasure for you because I know every time I go down to the gym, it's one of my best parts of the day because you walk in to that Mishawaka gym and we call it the cave on the east side mm-hmm. and it just gives me chills. It's the oldest gym active in the state of Indiana and if you want to go to a place that makes you feel like you're in the movie Hoosiers, you look around and the bleachers go all the way around. It's real wood. You don't see that every place. Right. And it's it's an actual stadium and when you when you take a look at some of the nuances or maybe some of the back rooms in that place, it must make you really like go wow this is different this is not and you went to went to school at mishawaka so you've lived it your right, entire life yeah it's always been a very special place for me but hearing people that haven't been there before that come in to play us and the, the experience they have and, and you know the comments they make to me about what a special place it is and how they actually look forward to playing the game at our place instead of their place because they're so excited to play in, in the cave and and take in the uh, the special environment that it, it does create and yeah and it's awesome for me to see the kids you know being around for 11 years to see these kids that were i mean i first grade when I started sure. and you know and see them at the cave at games and see them at the cave playing in their city championship games and now see them as high school kids that are you know the main part of the program yeah. it's it's really cool for me to see yeah the meat and, and potatoes of practice may not have gone on yet but I went down there today to, to talk to coach a little bit and, and to see practice and they had a classic drill every girl stands at the end line okay shoot a free throw you make it Everybody cheers. You don't, you got to run. Everybody's running. Gosh, I can still remember. I had Coach Jennings and uh, Coach Reed and Coach Foster when I, and it was the same thing, whether it was six in the morning, you got to make the free throw. But yep. those little things that you do as a coach, the kids may may or may not get it, but that's that's exactly what the game situation is. You want to try to get in their head a little bit so they have that okay, breathe, I'm going to shoot this free throw the same way as if nobody was watching or if the entire team or if the entire school is watching. I imagine that's that's the process that you go through there. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when you have a team that is as tight-knit as our kids are, you know, they, there's more pressure on them to make it so their teammates don't have to right, run. Yeah. They don't, I don't know how much they really care about having to run, but they don't want to make their teammates run. Sure. And that simulates that pressure that comes later in a game where you don't want to let your teammates down, you yeah. want to make the free throws. And kind of developing that confidence as I can walk to that line and I can make those free throws and and not even think twice about it. Yeah, so. I put something on her Twitter account and she made both of them. <laughs> the like, yeah. There you go. There you go. Kevin Gradless, the Mishawaka girls basketball coach, our guest tonight on Caveman Corner. Did you always know that you wanted to be a, a coach or a basketball coach? No, I did not. <laughs> I, I certainly did not. Uh, it's kind of a funny story. I you know I I always felt that that draw back to basketball. I always loved basketball after playing in high school, and but I never really anticipated coaching. And then my sister got a uh, teaching job at Hums Elementary, and they needed a girls basketball coach. And she asked, and I said, "There's no way I'm helping you. There's no way I'm doing it." So she <laughs> there ta- was a way. She talked. <laughs> she talked me into it, and so we coached there. And you know, I really learned right off the bat that girls, you know, they will work extremely hard for you. Um, they will work extremely hard for each other, and and it was really an enjoyable experience that first year. And then we continued to coach all the way up through the Mishawaka system. 
system. We coached in junior high together and then ended up at the high school together. She was my JV coach for the first seven years until she started a family and didn't coach anymore. So that's what drew me in. I'm glad she did. I always think got hooked. Doing it. I got hooked <laughs> and I loved every second of it. So yeah, didn't plan to, but I'm glad things worked out the way they did. Yeah. Talk a little bit about your coaching staff. I know this year you had Sarah Deshone and that's fun for me because I watched Sarah when she was at Jimtown, had highlights of her and also watched her go all the way to state. But uh, your coaching staff, very dedicated, very loyal, and it, it just seems like they're meshing in practice right now. Yeah, I, I am very fortunate to have the coaches I have. Pat Catanzari, you know, has eight years of being a head varsity coach right. at Marion High School. In addition, I, you know, I always tease him. I think he's probably coached for 40, 45 years is what I always tell <laughs> in terms of overall experience. But uh, his experience as a head coach and everything he brings to the table really helps us. And then having Sarah's energy, a fresh perspective, um, you know, she really can identify with the kids because it wasn't that long ago that she was out there. Right. But uh, I, I, you know, I had the fortune of watching her play and, you know, how hard she played and how smart she was. And, you know, she brings those same things as a coach. And it's been a just a fantastic addition for us. And, uh, yeah, it, real excited about our staff and, and what's going to happen. Yeah, and a couple future. seniors that you have this year, uh, you talk about leaders and kids who could make a difference for your team. Yeah, so our four seniors uh, basically all have four years of varsity experience, and we have two all-conference players coming back in Greta Mikesell and Olivia Jahamiak. Uh, Delaney Basker and Kara Knipp are the other two seniors, and, you know, they've grown up playing together. So this is the year that they've always looked forward to, and this is the year that, you know, they've set high expectations for themselves. And, uh, you know, again, just just really anxious and excited to, to continue practice, continue working hard, and then get into those games and, and, and accomplish what they set out to do. Well, I appreciate uh, everything that you do for Mishawaka Athletics and especially getting ready for this season. It's, it's going to be an exciting season for, for what we have, and I know it, it seems like it turns around quick, and by the time we think about it, February is going to be here and the tournament's going to be rolling. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. And, yeah, it, again, it's just it's an honor to be the head coach. It's an honor to have the kids that I have in the program and uh, looking forward to a fantastic year. Kevin Gradless, the Mishawaka High School girls basketball coach. Thanks so much for coming in again tonight. Good luck to you this year. Thank you. We will take a timeout. When we come back, Dean Hubbard and I will wrap things up tonight. We'll talk a little sectional football with Mishawaka moving on and taking on New Prairie this Friday night. We'll talk about that and some more coming up next when Caveman Corner continues on Michiana Sports Leader 96.1 FM WSBT. <laughs> It's 7.38 as we wind down toward Monday Night Football, Caveman Corner on Michiana Sports Leader 96.1 FM WSBT. We're brought to you by Midland Engineering Company, also presented by Kevin Putz from First Midwest Mortgage, Mishawaka Education Foundation, School City of Mishawaka, and Thor Industries. With Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard, I'm Sean Styers, and we've got a sectional semifinal. Coming up this Friday night, Dean. Man, it's a big, big game. You Tell think, you what. You think about playing all season long, and then you have an opponent in front of you who's such a quality opponent, has such a great reputation. You talk about two Hall of Fame coaches in Russ Radke and Bart Curtis, and then you think about the Bart Curtis connection when he was the new Prairie coach. Yeah. And so there's a lot of people over in Rolling Prairie and New Carlisle who are going to welcome Coach Curtis back and then hope that they can beat him. But you know Coach is going over there thinking, we know what kind of challenge this is. And New Prairie this year, this is a team that 
took it on the chin the first week against Laporte. Right. But since then, they've had nine games in a row scoring over 42 points. So they can put the points up on anybody. So it may be one of those games that the weather could play a factor. Uh, time management, uh, trying to, to keep the ball in your hands as long as you can. And then, of course, you can't have that costly turnover. And Mishawak has seen that a couple times this year where right. that turnover just turns into something bad for the rest of the game. Yep. And uh, they'll see... Not the exact offense, but you've got a couple of option teams who are going to be sure. button heads out there and and hitting hard all night. So it's it's sure to be a fun one. And I was looking back at, and I haven't talked to Coach about this, but Coach Curtis hasn't played New Prairie since he came to Michigan. That's amazing. I yeah, didn't and I just that. I kept thinking, well, I'm sure they have, mm-hmm. and I look back through the scores, and and it just hasn't been and Mishawak has been in a different class and New Prairie when they came into the NIC has been in a different division but uh, this is a matchup that's just meant to be I mean this is one of those that you look at and say wow these programs need to play each other maybe we need to look at that in the future yeah not a bad idea I mean you can obviously even though they're both in the NIC you can do non-conference games and stuff like that of course both coaches are out there (laughs) (laughs) what are you talking about our schedule's fine (laughs) that's right (laughs) (laughs) it was funny tonight i went down to practice and of course the team was inside with it being so wet mm. out and rainy and the managers were coming across the the floor they they had some work to do outside in the training room and they came in and there must have been some water out in the hallway but a manager took three steps and there was a squeak 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 she took three steps stopped because the team's out practicing they're uh-huh. in the gym stops takes her shoes off and walks across the floor the rest of the, that's how serious this week of practice oh is oh my and that's how good our managers are they understand they know they don't want any noise they don't want any distractions they just want to do their job but i thought you know of all the things i'm seeing in practice and the workouts that they're doing i thought that just epitomized this is new prairie mishawaka week so no kidding. tickets are going to go on sale tomorrow in the mishawaka main office it's only six dollars for a sectional game so it's going to be a 7 30 kickoff mishawaka time right uh, i used to always say south bend time but now it's mishawaka time there you E-T, go <laughs> mishawaka time so uh should be great we're going to try to have our pep band over there and uh of course wsbt it's it's going to be a big show that's right we will be over there the the uh, School City of Mishawaka pregame show starts at 7.05 since it's a 7.30 kickoff. We'll start a little bit earlier this week. And, uh, you know, we'll have a lot to talk about, obviously. You've got Mishawaka Cavemen football presented by Midland Engineering at 7.30. And again, 7.05 for the pregame show right here on 96.1 FM. And I can't thank you guys enough for what you've done for Mishawaka Athletics, Mishawaka Schools, and especially Mishawaka Football in the fall. I sincerely thank you and and the broadcasters who've been with you, Brian Miller and Bove, and, and what you have done for Mishawaka has been able to tell those stories, and people have come in uh, for the Penn game. When we were on the road at St. Joe, you wouldn't believe how many thank yous I get really? of this game being on. And it's the same thing every week for me. You're up in the booth, and people are telling me how thankful they are that they can hear the games on, and we use your voice on our YouTube broadcast for our home games. Right. But it's just added to the excitement, added to the atmosphere, and doesn't give more credibility because our programs always had credibility but it gives that voice to where people can hear it and and not just a voice 
but a professional voice. So thank you very much for the job that you guys do and the preparation that you put in the the Thursday nights when you go out to talk to coach. This isn't just calling play by play. <laughs> and that's we true. weren't sure when we sat down in June and July how this whole thing was yeah, going to work Yeah, we were sort out, of all hammering everything out all right, together. So that's right. Hopefully we've got three, four, five more games. It would be amazing to, to ride this thing out. And I think we're going to see a great one on Friday night. And if Mishawaka plays the way they have and are capable of, and if New Prairie plays the way they have and, and they're capable of, I think it's going to be a great Friday night of high school football. And fans should go out and make the trip over. And we've got we've got that high school football weather now. Tonight yeah, it's, it's 40s fall. and a little yeah. nip in the air and the whole thing. But I'll be playing Kenny Chesney all the way over <laughs> there. there. You go. <laughs> with boys of fall. But we appreciate everything you've done, too, because you talk about telling stories and things like that with, with the halftime interviews that you've done and, and just a lot of really cool, neat stuff. Just like with uh, Caleb Chamberlain last weekend, for example, the yeah. band director. And you think about this week, and, and we had Caleb Chamberlain and Mr. Gamble on last week. This week, we're going to get Sam Schrader, who's the Butler That's right. Wildcat quarterback. And a couple weeks ago, he had four touchdowns. This past week, he had a passing and a rushing touchdown. So that's a name that people in Mishawaka know. And he's he's one of the great ones. You think of Cortez Lee and, and, and Sam Schrader, now Sam Shively. And these are the guys who make the engine run for Bart Curtis. But that's going to be interesting because he's fought through some injuries. So we'll have him on the Mishawak Education Foundation Halftime Report on Friday. That'll be awesome. Now, real quick, Dean, we've got to wrap up here in about 20 seconds. When do the other fall sports practices start? Do you know off the top of your head? Yeah, swimming's going to start here in a week or two. Boys right. basketball, they have open gyms right now. Girls basketball and girls swimming's already started. So uh, we're into those winter sports now. All right, sounds good. Well, we will... Uh, be back with Dean next Monday with another Caveman Corner and, of course, Mishawaka football this Friday night, 705 pregame show on WSBT. Hey, everyone. Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass, Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass, Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.